While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. On June 24th, the Supreme Court of the United States of America overturned Roe v. Wade. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other human rights, such as same-sex marriage or the right for transgender people to transition. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, Choice.CRD.CO has a collection of these resources and more. These links will be provided in the show notes. You can also find links to all these resources at podvoices.help. If you live in a state where the right to bodily autonomy has been revoked, please be sure to use a VPN and protect yourself online. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Episode 15, Double Cross. Why does a fucking black op require so damn much paperwork? All right. Date and time, 11 June, 1036 hours. Unit, 34. Location, Laboratory 8, cell 3. Subject number 15. Mr. Malcolm, my assistant said you disposed of subject 13. That's correct. Before an autopsy was performed? 
I was notified that the subject was deceased, so I followed protocol. And you failed to note the lack of a Y incision or that the skull was intact. I don't look that closely at what I'm disposing of. And again, I was notified that the subject was deceased and I followed the protocol. Is there anything else you can that you needed? Yes. I require replacement subjects, juveniles. My research is stalled until I have a new batch, so haste is required. It's too soon. The last group caught the attention of local law enforcement. Even the supernatural started going to the police. If we take more now, it's kicking the hornet's nests, human or not. Then go further afield. I've already emailed you a list of potentials and their locations, not all of which are local. If you do your job properly, you should have no difficulty. You keep lists of potential subjects? Some of my methods yield unexpected benefits. This will take some time. The sooner, the better. Fuck. It's nine freaking thirty in the morning. This had better be an emergency because if not, you're about to have one. I'm coming. What are you doing here? Why are you pointing a stick in my face? It's a home security wand. Won't work on me, remember? It's not meant to work on you. See that patch of clover over there? Bye-bye. It's great for digging graves. Why, call it Grave Digger. So you disintegrate your porch just to trap me in a hole? Would you prefer an airtight hamster ball? Because I can do that too. No, but it's worth pointing out that I've never threatened you. No, you just took the woman who practically raised me and kept the kid prisoner so they could be used as a guinea pig. And let's not forget Owen I have a list of kids who are in danger, and I want to do something about it. Are you going to keep pointing that thing at me, or are you going to invite me in so we can talk? Why do you care all of a sudden? How do I know this isn't some sort of trap? (sighs) Because they're kids. Adults are easy to rationalize. This vampire can't feed off anyone if they're locked up. That werewolf can't bite anyone if they're dead. Dehumanizing an enemy is a lot easier when they're not human. But kids, no matter their species, they all cry out for their parents the same. Fine. Come in. Could have at least had the decency to bring caffeine if you're going to come knocking at this hour. It's 9.30 on a Tuesday. Hey, are those supposed to be cinnamon rolls on your shorts? Some clients are nocturnal, so it's not like we're 9 to 5, despite the hours on the door. That's just for humans. And stop looking at my buns. And what... What were you expecting? A black pointy hat? Look, I can wait if you want to put some pants on. (laughs) You're not worth pants. And there's not a chance in hell I'm leaving you unsupervised. Hey, give me back my phone before I kneecap you. It's not safe. You're being monitored. Yeah, no shit. Which is why I'm texting Julia about a work emergency instead of the dollar store Blackwater assholes on my doorstep and I need help getting rid of the body. 
Speaking of which, do you have any locations you'd prefer as your final resting place? Fine, here. Just don't act suspicious. Well, gee, there goes my cunning plan. Why'd you show up here if it's so dangerous? Yeah, you're only being electronically monitored. You don't pose enough of a risk to justify constant surveillance. I don't know whether to feel relieved or insulted. Coffee? Uh, depends. It's going to turn me into a frog. Hey, you're the one who woke up a witch without the appropriate sacrificial offering. You deserve what you get. Just ignore the bitter almond smell. It's a special blend. You'll be here soon. Ah, uh, no thanks. Feeling like you need your bodyguard? He's not my bodyguard, and it's for your safety. Wouldn't want to kill you before you're actually useful. Besides, I won't rob Addison of that joy. Again with the threats. I don't really see what you were thinking would happen. You obviously don't trust me. I sure as hell don't trust you. I mean, I believe that you're a cowardly idiot who's disgusted at learning he's one of the baddies, but I sure as hell don't trust you. It's not that simple. The people I work for, no one gets out alive. Again, if you're looking for sympathy, get a dictionary. It's between shit and syphilis. Besides, wasn't it you who said that anyone who escapes will just be replaced by someone else? What's the plan? Get these kids to safety so your goon squad just goes after some other kids? Look, you want this intel, or do you want to bitch about something you don't know anything about? Don't know anything about? I had to cremate the hollowed-out remains of a friend who'd been stripped for fucking parts. I have a kid who's had everything they've ever known ripped away from them, including their own body. And you had the fucking nerve to tell me I know nothing? Of the two of us, you may technically be human, but you sure as hell don't have an ounce of humanity if you let things get this far before deciding to act. How do I even know this isn't an elaborate setup? Why bother when I could just walk in here at any time and take you in your sleep? Interesting phrasing. You might be able to walk through wards, but not locked doors. Locks? You're not helping your cause with jokes like that if you're trying to gain my trust. And I wasn't talking about a trap here. What if you just want us to come out of the woodwork en masse so you can trap us? What strategic brilliance. Piss off every supernatural being in a 50-mile radius. Then, give them time to gear up in preparation for a trap. Much more convenient than if they're alone and unprepared. You're one to talk. Waking up a witch just to piss her off in her own home isn't very bright. See? Exhibit A. Uh, those are steel toes. Is he gonna hurt himself? No, I'm more worried about his breath after gnawing on your feet. Some fierce hunter you are. Come on, shoo. We can use him as a chew toy later. What's the emergency? Keep it down. Addison's still sleeping. <laughs> By the way, they loved that NB Pride cape you gave them. They fell asleep wearing it. I followed the trail of glitter they left. Looks like you passed out right away, too. You were wearing that bihexual shirt yesterday. 
Nightmares getting any better? Eh, they wake up screaming less. I think they're still having some nightmares, but don't want to talk to me about it. I'm not going to pry because, hello, they have medical trauma and live with a freaking doctor. <clears throat> you sneaky-ass motherfucker. I was wondering how long it'd take you to notice he was there. Is this the guy? Yeah. Igor's finally figured out that Frankenstein was the monster all along. Igor, meet Julia. Julia, Igor. Took you long enough. Igor? Would you prefer jackboot liquor? Or ass face? Malcolm, what are you? He's a half-orc. I thought half-orcs were a Dungeons & Dragons thing. Funny. He said the same thing when I met him. Can I kill him? Not yet. Then why'd you text me? Let's see this list of yours. That's a map. Or blueprints. N not a list. Mm, yeah, you were right. Protecting those kids just means others are going to be targeted. We can't keep doing this. We need to take it down. Is this some sort of a trap? This is a dedicated facility with surgical bays, labs, cells, guards. Where's the funding coming from? Oh, don't go there. We can't take it all down, but we can stop this operation. Why not? You said there were others. Why stop at one if this is going on somewhere else? Does she always ask us many questions? Yeah, you gotta watch out when she stops. I only know this location. I wouldn't even know where to start with the others. I could find out. Yeah, fill your boots. Don't involve me. So, what's the plan then? Well, this site is a satellite medical research laboratory, just off the beaten path in an industrial complex. It was established several months ago. Long enough to have settled into a routine, but not long enough to have had that routine challenged. Distant enough from the surrounding warehouses and manufacturers to not draw attention, but not so distant that any traffic is terribly different. The outer walls are solid concrete, with narrow windows set high up, too small to get anyone through. The upper floor is all labs and ORs, but it's also where most of the security measures are. There are only two exit points, the main one here, and the loading bay here. It's the most vulnerable point, which is why an armed guard is always on patrol on the concourse that runs around the inner labs between the man traps here and here. If there was a distraction at the front, there'd be cause to pull him forward to the stairwell in the core. I could slip something into the coffee to knock out most of the personnel. What? That was a lot of words for you. I'm looking for other signs of a neurological condition. Have you had a headache or any recent changes in vision? You want them asleep or dead? I prefer to keep the body count as low as possible. Aren't you supposed to do no harm? The Hippocratic Oath hasn't been required for ages. It's mostly been replaced with mountains of codes, regulations, and fines. Illusion would work as a distraction, but how do you plan on getting through the loading dock? Solid steel door, right? I was thinking thermite, but the timing would have to be tight. The sound of the metal coming down might draw the rear patrol back before I can lock him behind the man traps here. Easy. I know a guy who's telekinetic. Do no harm doesn't exist, but telekinesis does. Of course it does. 
Don't need to. Gravedigger here will take care of it. Keep that thing pointed away from me. What the fuck? Oh. Hi, Addison. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Brenna Anderson Dowd in collaboration with Keith Baldwin and Frederick Elmore. Performed by Brenna Anderson Dowd as Hazel, Keith Baldwin as Malcolm, Taryn Baldwin as Addison, and Frederick Elmore as Julia. Sound design by Frederick Elmore. Music production by Kevin Elmore. Find us on Facebook or Tumblr at Care and Feeding of Werewolves. Tweet us at Care Werewolves or email us at feedingwerewolves at gmail.com. Please rate and review. Care and Feeding of Werewolves is a podcast distributed by Kerfuffle and Chaos Productions and licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial attribution share-alike 4.0 international. All content on the Care and Feeding of Werewolves podcast is fictional and for entertainment purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your doctor or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of an episode. Reliance on any information provided by Care and Feeding of Werewolves, Kerfuffling Chaos Productions, or anyone involved with the production of this podcast is solely at your own risk. Except for waking a witch before she's had her caffeine. Don't do that. <laughs>